City of Heroes podcast, episode 44. I am not a slacker. (laughs) Welcome to the City of Heroes podcast, a resource for the casual heroes gamer. Your hosts, Chooch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH, as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. Welcome to episode 44 of the City of Heroes podcast. This is Chooch. And this is Viv. And we are bringing you the mullet cast. Yes. Business up front. (laughs) Party in the back. (laughs) This is the mega feedback episode that we've been threatening over the last couple. (laughs) Yes, we are. What is it? Clearing our chi? Is that what it's called? I'd say we're a little backed up. Yes. (laughs) We are... Never mind. Let's just stop there. Yeah, <laughs> There's really. nowhere to go from there. It's going to go down. We have two <laughs> teensy little news nuggets, and then it's all we were going to stop all that talk. What? I thought we were going to stop all the poopy talk. <laughs> nuggets. <laughs> Sorry. Nuggets of information. Oh. <laughs> this is not poo nuggets. Okay. Speaking of poo nuggets, we got a puppy. <laughs> yeah, and it's everywhere. <laughs> she's awesome. Everywhere outside, though. Yes. Yes. Every, she's, she's only had two potty accidents so far. And it's really on our fail on our part, not hers. Yeah. She's awesome. <laughs> Kaylee's awesome. So, yeah, we got a golden retriever mm-hmm. on Saturday. A little puppy. And she's awesome. And we love her. And we named her Kaylee. And... Yeah, we're exhausted. It's like <laughs> having a newborn. We're taking shifts. <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, when you take a small furry mammal and have her entire life experience being surrounded by 12 Other. brothers and sisters yes. sleeping through the night, when you make them take them and make them all alone. They don't like it. They don't like it. <laughs> so, we're sleeping on the bathroom floor right now for the transition. So. If we sound creaky and tired and sore, it's because we are. But we're also covered in puppy kisses, so we're happy about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're transitioning her into being a solo sleeper and crate training and housebreaking. And she's even learning how to sit already, which is just mm-hmm. like a random thing I just started trying to do. And she's already doing it. So <laughs> golden retriever for the win. <laughs> so that's our little nugget of information and why we didn't nugget. <laughs> You're going to giggle every time someone says Nugget now. Apparently I am. <laughs> yeah, one of his first characters, everybody. <laughs> That's true, huh? Oh, was it your very first? That was my very first. My tanker. Yeah, your tanker, your stone, stone tanker <laughs> that you named Solid Nugget. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you have him all brown, so he looks like the nugget that makes you giggle. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's been a nugget man since way back. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get into the news. Yeah. I don't want to have to change it to the scat cast or something. <laughs> oh, no, we, we don't have to worry about that. If it is, then you won't have Viv on there. <laughs> Chuchin Viv minus Viv. 
So we recorded the mullet cast. We have been editing on the three hour sucker for about a week and a half, two weeks now. In the Far chaos, too long. in the chaos of new puppy, new job, schedule adjustments, lack of sleep, snowstorm. What else? <laughs> yeah. Sore back, illness, craziness, people. A little Crazy. bit of everything. While we've been editing, they actually released information about issue fourteen, Mission Architect. It's finally coming. So we're going to Velcro this to the front of the mullet cast. So you have even more business in the front. <laughs> <laughs> business in the front squared. <laughs> the second power, actually, I guess. Okay. So here's the info. And then following this, you will hear what we previously recorded news-wise, mm-hmm. which is stale, but still tasty. <laughs> and then you'll get all the feedback of many hours <laughs> but we had a Which, lot of fun recording that though yeah and there's going to be an abrupt ending to this app because the feedback is so long i'm going to split it into two files all right oh right right but right. they're going to be released at the exact same time right so many mp3 players will just roll right through and uh-huh. you won't even notice it right mine wouldn't <laughs> right <laughs> mine would stop and say next. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd the have to one. go back to the playlist. And then you'd have to click. But that's why you're going to see two files. Yeah. This time. If you're listening to this and you only have one, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be like a 44A and a 44B. Right. Release. So that's what we're doing because we've had problems in the past with our ridiculously long episodes. And yes, yeah. we know it's ridiculously long. Yeah. We're warning you. The files are so big. We want no fussing. Because we're warning you up front in the beginning of the mullet. <laughs> we're clearing our chi. We're in the bangs. And so that's why it's so long. We've had people complain, like I was saying, that when they're that long an episode, the file's so big, they can't get it. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Issue 14, Mission Architect Information Revealed. Details are starting to emerge on the City of Heroes content update that breaks MMO barriers by letting players create their own in-game missions. User created content, y'all. Check out the following items to see just some of what Issue 14 Architect has to offer. And then it gives links to the Issue 14 overview page with updated information and new mission screenshots await. Mm -hmm. There's also a Rooster Teeth video starring Captain Dynamic. Oh, wow. They did. There's actually been two. So we're going to, I want to break and then you can watch them and then we can talk about them if you want. Because Rooster Teeth did Red, Red versus, versus Blue. Red versus Blue. That's what I told you. They're Remember, brilliant. I, I told you the other day I was reading the, I was getting the show notes ready and I was mm-hmm. like, babe, <laughs> Rooster Teeth, <laughs> which, yeah, Rooster Teeth stands for something else and we think it's funny. <laughs> think about it. So the, the announcement, though, says one of our goals at NCSoft NorCal has been to get Mission Architect into the hands of as many creative people as possible to see what content they come up with. An obvious choice was Rooster Teeth, creators of the famous Red vs. Blue Machinima series. <laughs> Yay, I learned a word. <laughs> it stuck. They enjoyed it so much that they decided to document their adventures using Mission Architect in a three-episode video series. And then episode one is already out. It introduces viewers to Captain Dynamic, a real-life super person, and his quest to use the mission architect to advance his image and his career. Episodes two and three will follow. Episode two is actually already out. I've already Mm -hmm. watched them, but we'll watch them in a minute. And then there's an issue 14, Frequently Asked Questions. Want the 411 on Mission Architect? Read the fact and check back for additional information at a later date. But that's not all. 
The press has gotten a hold of Mission Architects, so be on the lookout for several soon-to-be-released press articles. And, of course, the beta is already, the closed beta is already underway mm-hmm. on the test server. I cannot confirm or deny that it looks just like the screenshots. <laughs> <laughs> Issue 14 Overview. The first MMORPG to offer user-created content. First, City of Heroes set a new standard for player creation and customization in MMOs with its character creator. Now with issue 14, this game takes another giant step, allowing players to design their own missions and story arcs to share with the entire City of Heroes community across all of our live servers. Using an intuitive interface, players can browse through other player-created missions and create their own missions from the ground up. Players will determine details ranging from environments, mission objectives, and enemies to written fiction and character dialogue, giving their stories nearly infinite depth and personalization. Gain fame and rewards as a mission designer. Among other rewards, architects who create extraordinary content will garner acclaim and reputation. Community feedback will be paramount, and some missions will elevate in status, unlocking new rewards and benefits for their creators. Create stories. Present your story to other players in the game through the story title, description, and character dialogue. Stories can be as short as a single mission and as long as five. Create characters. Use existing characters from City of Heroes lore or create your own characters from scratch using the costume creator and a robust power selection interface. Ooh. I know. That sounds really cool. Create individual characters which can be used as enemies, allies, and contacts or create whole enemy groups to fill your missions. Write the dialogue. Every character that you place into a story or mission has its own dialogue. Whether it's the content that directs characters to their mission, the hostages that you rescue, or the enemies that you must defeat, they all speak through text bubbles at various points during your encounters. Define objectives. Defend, collect, defeat, destroy, rescue, and more. Mission architects can string objectives together, making missions as simple or as complex as desired, using up to a current maximum of 25 objectives per mission. Holy schmoly. Yeah. Use advanced options for care. <laughs> You've got to watch the uh, Captain Dynamic stuff. Use advanced options for characters and missions. Select alignment, placement, difficulty, animations, behavior, and more. Every mission objective has multiple advanced options allowing you to truly customize how you want your story to play out. Test and iterate before publishing. Take as much time as you want to create your content and test it by yourself or with others. Once your masterpiece is complete, you can publish it for other players to enjoy and rate. And you can find and browse other stories. Sort stories and search for key criteria. Players can use the mission browser to sort published stories by rating date, length, and title or search for content using keywords like the character who created them or the subject matter within the stories. Hall of Fame, stories that have achieved a critical combination of high player ratings and number of views will be elevated into the fame status, sorry, Hall of Fame status, and will be listed under the Hall of Fame section. Developer's Choice, stories that are handpicked by the developer will be deemed Developer's Choice and listed within the Developer's Choice section. And then it gives a bunch of screenshots taking you through the process. So you guys really, there's no point in me describing it. You'll just probably want to go mm-hmm. clicky linky. That sounds pretty awesome though. Yeah. They answer a couple of questions that people have had. Because yeah. like we had listeners who were saying that, you know, they'd really like to create their adventure, but 
to make it work right. They need to be able to create special characters, yes. not just use the cookie cutter ones. And right. there you go. You can build them and name them and interact with them. And, and I'm pretty that's sure great. that's, I think that's probably part of why they delayed it from mm-hmm. I-13 to I-14. Like yeah. they were saying, they wanted a more robust system. And it sounds yeah. like if it's doing what it says it's doing, it's going to be awesome. Makes the- me wonder what the tools that the developers have used all along to create mm-hmm. the missions yeah. they must have just looked like ass because <laughs> you know it was probably an in-game system that was probably really complicated right and probably looked like crap yeah coding and now right. the players get this shiny click, click, click. interface clickety click and that's probably like what they're going to use from now on yeah. for creating they'll be able to get into the code to do tweaks but they're probably going to use the same new interface yeah. to Create new missions. I don't know. That'd be interesting. I wonder if I wonder if we could wrangle an interview and find that kind of stuff out. Yeah. I don't know. We're having trouble getting emails. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we're going to... No fussing. Okay, I'm not going to complain. Although, to be honest, we haven't bothered. We gave up on emails months That's ago. True. We When we didn't get a reply after a couple of months, we just gave up. So it's not like we've continued trying in the recent months. We gave up. And there was clearly we're some quitters. turmoil amongst <laughs> the staff at the time we were attempting yeah well, whatever <laughs> so then we move on to the fact the frequently asked questions what is mission architect and this is another article that's in the community forums posted by the red names mm-hmm. mission architect is a new game system we have developed for city of heroes massively multiplayer game it allows our players to create their own stories and share those stories with other players on our live servers creators can pick from hundreds of maps and thousands of characters they can use existing characters or create their own custom enemies. That sounds unprecedented. <sighs> Except that we read it on the last page, so we have heard this before. <laughs> um, they can even get more detailed and create full enemy groups, giving each enemy unique costumes and powers. We allow players to write all of the dialogue for their story as well as decide on level of difficulty and enemy placement. We even give them the ability to trigger one mission goal off of another, creating a chain of events within a single mission. Each story can have up to five chapters or missions, and each mission can hold up to a maximum of 25 achievable goals. For people who just want to play the user-created content, we give them access to the mission browser that shows all the generated content. You can sort these stories by name, highest rated, length, and recently added. You can also filter content to show only those with specific ratings, arcs you have or haven't played, as well as the alignment of the story. As people play content, they'll be able to rate that content from one to five stars. Creators will actually get in-game benefits for making content that gets highly rated. We even offer a dev choice and Hall of Fame standing for the best of the best. No new badges. Ay, no badges. <laughs> How does it work? Players create content in-game through a computer terminal within one of the Architect Entertainment buildings. Architect Entertainment is the name of an in-game company that's developed this type of simulated experience for heroes and villains of Paragon City and the Rogue Isles. You can think of this like a holodeck or a simulated mission tool. Players go to these facilities that are spread throughout most of our zones and interact with a computer that walks through the creation process. Danger room. (laughs) Here is where they pick all of their options for a mission, as well as write all the dialogue and build their custom characters. Once they've gotten their story together, they can test it out and see how it plays. Once they've gotten it perfect, they can publish the story to our ARC server. 
This server is cross-shard and cross-game, so any content published will be seen by everyone on every server, regardless of where they play. What rewards are we giving to the players and creators? The answer is full XP and influence rewards for defeating enemies in player-made content. We're also giving players tickets in place of random drops. They can take these tickets to an architect ticket vendor and redeem them for various in-game rewards such as enhancements, recipes, and salvage. We're also allowing players to purchase unlockable content with their tickets. They'll be able to get maps, costume pieces, and different characters. You know what this is reminding me uh, more and more of? Little Big Planet. Right, yeah. Because as you go through playing the game, mm -hmm. you pick up items that you can then create your own little world yeah. that other people can play, and you share it, and they rate it. Yeah, very much. What special features does Mission Architect have? At the high level, we allow you to create your own stories and share them with others in the game. You can build your own custom characters as well as full enemy groups, giving each one a unique costume, powers, name, and background. We allow players to link mission goals together, creating a chain of events in a single mission. We offer rewards for the players who develop well-received content, Hall of Fame, and Dev Choice. Every published story is visible to each and every one of our players. Very cool. Yeah. Can you talk more about Dev Choice versus Hall of Fame? The Hall of Fame is where the best player rated content goes. To get to this rank, you need to have over 1,000 votes with an average of five stars we round up. Getting into the Hall of Fame changes your standing in the mission browser, moving it further up the queue. Becoming a Dev Choice story happens when one of us, the developers, sees content that we feel best represents what architect can be good story, and fun gameplay. Getting into Dev Choice actually elevates you beyond Hall of Fame and gives your mission the same sort of rewards and drops you would get outside of Architect. Ooh. The only difference being that you get a ticket bonus at the end of a mission as opposed to an XP bonus. We also have a third tier of stories, which we will talk about at a later date. So... My first thought was, well, why don't they just give you merit reward tokens? Mm. Why create a separate, you know, you get, you get Vanguard merits. If you're defeating Ricky, right. you get the, uh, the merits for the merit promotion stuff. And now you're getting the mission architect tokens. You collect candy canes, you collect costume <laughs> tokens. It just seems like they're giving us all these different things to collect. But right. the, if the tickets will allow you to get, unlockable otherwise unlockable things that right. makes sense but at yeah. first it read like you're just getting like you know you go to the merit promotion chick or dude yeah. or whatever and you can unlock this recipe or this enhancement or this right well i had originally figured they wanted to do a separate system for mission architects strictly because they don't know how it's going to get abused yet oh that's true they'll be able to track <laughs> the abuse yeah because you know there's somebody's going to create a mission that yeah. You'd like enter the door and you win. Yeah. That's why you need, <laughs> you just need to see the captain dynamic thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's a bit cumbersome to have all these different reward systems. Yeah. And they'll probably end up merging some maybe yeah. down the road. How are you dealing with inappropriate content? This is what the moms oh. want to know and the dads want to know that have kids that play. We've worked very closely with our customer service department to develop systems for this. In the end, we implemented a number of different systems. 
We have language filters that check for bad words and won't let you publish them until you remove them. We're also allowing players to flag content for inappropriateness. We also track all users and flags for any potential vote griefing. Hmm. There sure are a lot of ways to get around the, the bad word filter. Sure. So just be aware, parents. This is another place. It's just like, because when our son, when LT was playing, we wouldn't let him have the broadcast. Right. The zone broadcast up. That had to be shut off, even though we had filtering on. Yep. That's where you would be in, in the peach pit and people would be coming up with creative ways to say horrible things. Yeah. So for the longest time, and then he got a little older and we allowed it, but, you know, because he's hearing probably stuff similar to what he hears in school. <laughs> but, you know, for those that have young children playing, if you already take the step of not letting them see the AP chat or the general discussion stuff, then you might want to really monitor which ones you let them do. Then what's appealing to the players of user-generated content? We're creating a system where the best content rises to the top of the list and everything else is filtered to the bottom. Players can sort by rank as well as what they have and haven't played. When playing in someone else's content, you'll continue to earn full XP and influence. We've replaced the random drop system with a ticketing system. Players collect tickets as they go through content. So it's not just the creators of the content. Mm -hmm. Once they've collected enough tickets, they can go to a ticket vendor and purchase exactly what they want as far as rewards go. That's pretty cool. That's how they'll get people actually in and playing those rather yeah. than doing the traditional story arcs. Mm -hmm. How long does it take to make a decent five-mission story arc? You can create a single mission rather quickly in less than 10 or 15 minutes. However, to truly craft something unique and excellent, you'll have to spend a decent amount of time in that tool. It could take someone a couple of days to write, build, and test something good. I agree. I don't think you can just throw down mm -hmm. something that's going to end up getting five stars and oh, yeah. the dev, you know, award and the hero thing. And mm -hmm. I've already forgotten all the stuff. They if call anybody's things. played in the little big planet builder or played <laughs> with Neverwinter Nights or played with a lot of other games that have build systems, then yeah, it takes a long time to tune stuff to make it really good. Neverwinter Nights has a build system. Oh, yeah. So that's like a whole foundation in Neverwinter Nights. But Neverwinter Nights isn't an MMO. Oh, that's okay. That's it's right. online. Gotcha. But it's not an MMO. It's not I a gotcha. persistent world and all that. That's right. So that's that. Those are the details on I 14. I have not had time to call the Dev Digest. There's usually some questions and answers that go down in there, but we're trying to get this out to you guys. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's enough already. Yes. We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast. Settle back and enjoy. <laughs> Doodles. <laughs> so let's start with February 3rd with a post by Ex Libris titled Introducing the Paragon Journals. Some of you may have seen our last Paragon Journals entry, an exciting new portion of our website dedicated to revealing in-character perspectives on some of the changes sweeping through Paragon City and the Rogue Isles, mm. which both have the little trademark TM next to them now. Well, they should. <laughs> Paragon Journals showcases features through the eyes of some of the signature characters of City of Heroes. Registered. <laughs> <laughs> In our first Paragon Journals entry, Dr. Raymond Keyes details his experience with dual build modifications on the Positron suit in an effort to pursue and vanquish Requiem. 
read his journal entry. And then it gives you a hyperlink. With our newest entry, we find information from the personal journals of Dr. Thaddeus Aon about his work relating to architect. See how these changes affect the lives of those living in the City of Heroes? Registered. Universe here. (laughs) Hyperlink. (laughs) Check it out today and join our community in discussion. On our official message boards. So we're going to link to this article, and that will have all the other links and mm-hmm. stuff. And trademark symbols. And trademarks. <laughs> anything Anything you want to say about the Paragon Journals? I have not read them, so I don't know I can contribute much. Good info. Thank you for that <laughs> little nugget of opinion. But a lot of people like... Dig on more of the role play stuff and then having that perspective. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Adds another dimension. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So when you're at work and you're jonesing for some City Hero Spice and you've already listened to the podcast, (laughs) because of course you would listen to the podcast, now you can hit that on the web, right? Yeah. Yep. Linky linky. (laughs) Unless you're like me and your job won't allow you that sort of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Blocked. Blocked. Then on February 13th, we have a post from Nivian. That's how I'm going to pronounce it, so yeah. <laughs> Titled, Issue 14 Closed Beta Starts Today. And for those what? of you wondering, for those of you wondering, no, I'm not in it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Chooch and Viv got in. I don't know if Chooch did, but Viv did not. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, I didn't get the invite this time, which is fine because I don't have the time. But didn't you say you clicked on... No, I clicked on and it looked like it was going to let me in, but then it did the block. It let me log in and it didn't let me go in. Gotcha. Choose a server thing. Gotcha. Yeah, I haven't had any No, it let me choose a server and then it blocked me. Mm -hmm. I haven't had any email invites yet. Yeah. No, I'm sure. Which is fine. We don't have time. Well, it's fine. We got it to be wasted. I think it's really funny. Last time, the the first beta invite code Mm -hmm. went to our son's... Suspended yeah. account, not suspended, but De- inactive, closed inactive account. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, guys. Ooh, no, that doesn't mean we'll reactivate it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because there were a couple of betas that I got invites and you did, and then you were so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's the main account. <laughs> Mine was secondary link to his, and I'd get invites and not him. That's right, I was not in there. Fair. I had fairy wings and I had to show him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So the post says, (laughs) (laughs) news. greetings, everyone. Today is the day we've all been waiting for. This is dated the 13th. We will be bringing down the test server and entering into closed beta for issue 14 architect this afternoon. Training room, which is normally available for players, will be closed to anyone outside the beta until open beta. We apologize for any inconvenience this may cause you. Players will be invited into the closed beta in waves. So please make sure you update your play NC account information. With the correct email address. And then there's a link to the Issue 14 Architect discussion. Mm -hmm. And thanks for your continued support. And of course, Issue 14 is going to include Architect, Mm -hmm. which is the build-your-own-story arc kind of thing. Create your own missions. Create your own missions, story arcs that was supposed to be an I-13 that was pushed to I-14 so that they could give us a really really robust system. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to give us something that was, you know, really worth all that we wanted from it. So I, I, it's, I actually, we know a couple of people that are going to reactivate their accounts once that goes live. Yeah. They're yeah. just waiting for that. Yeah. That's a huge feature. It is. 
So we'll see if they're liars or not and actually come back. <laughs> you lied. <sighs> That's it for news. There were there was a lot on the not a whole lot. There was stuff on the Dev Digest. A few little things happened. The spring event started and Shh. ended. <laughs> We're going to pretend like we didn't skip that completely. (laughs) Yeah, we failed on that. I logged in and then something happened and I had to log right back out. I didn't even get to play. We have not played since Double XP Weekend, which was January. We haven't. But boy, did we play. And I'm this close to 50. I know. We actually had plans to log in and play with our friends Will and Leslie last weekend not this last not two days ago but Mm -hmm. the weekend before and we had to cancel yeah COH fail so but that's it for news we could be playing now but we're recording (laughs) (laughs) we love you guys we've got all kinds of feedback in many shapes and sizes and colors and textures yes textures very important speaking of the nuggets of <laughs> feedback and I remember eating corn. it was oh. bad enough we were doing melt mullet yeah. mullet leads to nugget is that what's going on here gosh mullet leads to nugget that's scary yeah can we can we drop the whole nugget thing yeah down? okay please. goodbye nugget <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and start with email and then jump into some voicemail and then jump into mega Comments. comments. Mm-hmm. We got some major <laughs> comment love. Woohoo! And since we've been putting off feedback because we've been enjoying so much other wonderful comment, comment, content, content. Thank you, fantastic foe. We're actually gonna back up to the start of the year. <laughs> we actually have some stuff. Well, yeah. email wise, yeah. The first email is just after New Year's. Yeah, comment-wise, it's going back even further. The ones that I added in, I don't know if they were before or after the end of the year, so there might be some older than that. Yeah. So if you've been thinking that we don't love you and we haven't been reading your email, we do love you. We're going to read your email. <laughs> we do read everything, and generally I don't reply to them in email because I want to address them on the show. Right. Make you come back to get the answers. Yeah. <laughs> That's our big trick. Right. <laughs> That's all we got. We don't even have a promo. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is from Fantastic Foe. We sent an email titled Best Wishes as 2008 Draws to a Close. Yeah, this is a little late. But we enjoyed it when we read it. Yeah. We sent it. Dear Tooch and Viv, thanks for the extra effort in getting a final 2008 podcast out. I know this is a busy time of year for everyone, so thanks again, particularly with Chooch being all wimpy and getting sick and all. <laughs> Clown. <laughs> you mentioned in this recent podcast that feedback is the lifeblood of podcasters, or words to that effect. So, of course, I moved to email in best wishes and other fluff. <laughs> fluff. Before that, I'd like to make some comments about recent changes in City of Heroes that came about this year. Mm. Now, of course, Inventions came out in issue 9, which hit midway through 2007. But for me personally, I didn't start using set IO pieces until 2008. It just took some time for me to jump in with both feet for either Franken-slotted benefits or shooting for specific bonuses from set IOs. That's the same for me. Yeah. 
The entire invention origin concept makes me happy since it begins a new layer of customization to building a character. In the old days, TOs, DOs, and SOs never really offered much in the way of real customization. Since DOs were wildly superior to TOs, SOs wildly superior to DOs, and all were subject to the same aging out behavior, so you just upgraded as soon as you could. About the only customization I might have was rather cosmetic, as in do I trick out my natural origin hero in tech slash natural or magic slash natural DOs. Now with the inclusion of IOs and sets, I have varying levels of things I can do with each power, and different ways to achieve reasonable benefits. This is a good thing. I'm delighted with the inclusion of merits, so I can have some possibility of targeting a component I need based on my hard work with a character. Ouroboros, of course, came out at the end of 2007, but again, it wasn't until 2008 that I had a chance to run my high-level characters through my favorite mission arc, the Mender Silos series of missions. My gaming situation usually does not allow for large amounts of time online, so task forces are typically right out. So the ability to go solo at my own pace through a mission series chock full of signature villains and heroes is an absolute joy. Mm -hmm. I'm happy that in 2008 more things for my high-end characters were added. The addition of Simrora and the whole Midnighter arc missions were great, if only for the room that is partially submerged on some of the new catacomb maps. Finally, my aquatic-themed hero can enjoy some quiet time underwater. Aww. Although, to tell the truth, if you get defeated by Arbiter Sands when hovering high up over the submarine bay, you actually submerge several feet underwater. At least my Fire Kinetics controller did, so I guess you don't have to go to Simorora for that. <laughs> Simorora also provided more things to do with my level 50s. Sure, repeatable missions, saving damsels in distress, and urns full of ancestors might get old, but so far, pounding high-level Simmeror and traitors up on the walls of the fortress has yet to bore me. It's much better than fighting death mages near the portal court, and quicker to get to than the storm palace. Yeah. By the way, I pronounce Simmerora with a hard initial C, as in Chimerora. I can't justify it, can't support it. <laughs> Even I think it's weird that I do so. Since I don't say Conan comes with Chimeria, just thought I'd mention it. Rula Ru. <laughs> he pronounces it Chimerora? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I won't be doing that. <laughs> I read it like cinnamon, Simerora. Yeah. It's what makes Fantastic Foe. A nemesis. <laughs> Throwing off their it's words. It's all a nemesis plot. Yep. Okay, I'll wrap this up. The recent edition of issue 13 was so full of goodness that I wouldn't know where to begin if I tried to comment on everything. So I'll just comment on one aspect. Giant monsters. With the addition of merits, giant monsters are worth fighting. Sure, <laughs> two merits per GM might not sound like much, but it is way better than the pittance of XP usually doled out when a GM is brought down. Yeah, that's true. Very true. During the winter event, one of my characters must have helped take down 12 winter lords in around an hour, and I was quite happy with the merits earned from that. I really want people to want to fight giant monsters, even if they have the badge, so I'm very happy that the devs found a lever to motivate takedown of the occasional GM. Very true. I know that in the past, I'd be crossing Independence Port, and I'd see Leska and think, man, someone ought to organize a team to drop that squid. Someone really should. And then I'd keep flying, yeah. because it's a huge pain taking on that octopus and yeah. her tentacles. Now I have an incentive to attempt it. Yeah. You remember that one time we saw, like, 
three Luskas and at the same time. Board. Yeah. <laughs> kind of sad. And it is a pain in the butt it since is. it's I, really taking down what nine giant monsters yeah. instead of one. But didn't they fix it so it only spawns once at a time? I haven't seen more than one out. Yeah, I haven't time. either. I seem to remember that. All right. Enough game related comments. Time for fluff. <laughs> Yay, fluff. <laughs> Thanks again for the great, wonderful five star stellar stellar times five Astro Quintet quality podcast. <laughs> get them out as you can it's worth the wait Mm. best wishes on 2009 bringing peace and prosperity to you and all you know and all who know you regards pat aka fantastic foe oh thank you pat thank you very much right back at you babe (laughs) i hope we get some actual hangout time with pat this year at balticon because i'm sure he's going again totally yeah yeah as far as too short last time Mm -hmm. and anybody else heading to balticon let us know. We will be there this year. Yes. Again. And we may be doing a panel or two, so... Yeah. We, we should yeah. be easy to find this or year. <laughs> tentatively scheduled to speak on a couple panels. Yeah. And we'll see how the schedule shakes out. Yeah. But we're definitely going. Another email from Bat, January 2nd, titled, And Another Thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Happy New Year. Hi, my last... Happy New Year, Pat. <laughs> In my last email, I rambled on a bit and forgot to mention how happy I am with the implementation of shields in the latest issue. Mm. I haven't yet played any of the three shield characters I created beyond their teens. I think my highest shield tank is at 16.8 right now. So I can't talk about the utility of the set in general, other than to say that the shield power set is fitting the needs I have for tanking and scrapping at the moment. Awesome. I think shields was a, a big, big oversight. Yeah. That... I'm really glad they addressed. Yeah. I want to play a shield tank now. Or maybe even a scrapper. <clears throat> what I am most impressed with is the huge array of visual options for shields. Being able to go through the elemental shields alone mm-hmm. is great, as it immediately provides alternatives to the other element elemental power sets. Thematically, I might have a fire tank concept, but might be bored with fiery aura as a primary. The fire shield visual in the shield set can provide the thematic hook i need same with the stone shield graphic if i wanted to make a tank with elemental stone powers and didn't want to take the literal stone armor primary power set occasionally on the coh forums i'll see requests or suggestions for a force field tanking set which can now nicely be simulated for tanks scrappers brutes and stalkers with the force field elemental shield graphic Hmm. force field tank huh never thought of such a thing You can get some subtle effects when playing with the colors of some of the elemental shields. If you set the color shading on the force field shield, I'm talking the elemental shield, not the high-tech shields, the shield graphic is almost invisible, which I think looks doubly cool. (laughs) I haven't played with... I mean, I went through with LT, or tween, Mm -hmm. and we looked at all of the different shields that were available Mm -hmm. when you were designing your character, but I haven't actually built one or played one yet, and I, I really feel the need. Yeah, I haven't played one yet either. I've been so wrapped up in my last controller yeah, <laughs> that it's been played to exclusion of everything else. Yep, same here. <laughs> anyway, when I first heard about the shield power set, I assumed it would only be evocative of Captain America, but as implemented, it can visually accommodate all kinds of concepts. Gundam, Mecha, Green Lantern, etc. Hats off to the devs in creating a power set with a wide range of character concept applicability. Best regards, Pat. You know what it makes me think of is the what? character, I can't remember the character's name, 
in playing for keeps, the waitress that can lift anything oh, that's on her waitress on her tray. tray. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Intriguing. We have an email from Norval Joe. Hey, Norval Joe. Which, as I see now, these are in reverse order because this was on December 31st. Mm. <laughs> the title was Off Topic regarding Eve Online and NaNoWriMo. This is Off Topic. Since this is the second time that Eve came up on the podcast, I wanted to put in my two cents. I don't know if I have ever said this already. If I did, please forgive me. I've been playing Eve since August. This is my second time at it. I played for about six months a few years ago. What Chriswell says is mostly true. There are safe places where you won't get wiped out. Here's the problem with Eve. The first two weeks are great. You learn a lot and get a lot of action. After that, like any MMO, you need to spend about a year grinding your character to get them up to a level where they won't get wiped if you go into dangerous areas. I have lost my share of ships from not paying attention when trying to warp through low security areas. I am currently training a skill to get an assault frigate. The single skill to get me to the next level requires 40 plus days to train. Holy cow. To be able to even train this skill, it has taken me the previous three months of training skills to do it. Mm. Now I will spend another two to three months training skills to be able to use the equipment on the ship to keep it from getting wiped by others who have been playing for years. Mm. That's something we had talked about before about EVE, is these trainings are real time. Mm -hmm. So it's not grinding through or having your character do stuff. It's whether you're online or offline, it's doing the training. Mm. So when he says 40 days, it means 40 days. Wow. <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love the game. The rush of a narrow escape is incredible. I don't ever play PvP on COH, and rarely on EVE if I can avoid it, but I also get a rush from the economic side of the game. Final statement. I can see that, because it's, it's exciting when you're just in Wentworth, and you have something that you list for, you know, 10000 that goes yeah. for $10 million. It's like, woohoo, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I can see that. Yeah, and EVE sounds like the ultimate... You know, trading game. Yeah. Final statement. A lot of people on EVE congratulate themselves for being more sophisticated or intelligent than other MMO genre players, especially World of Warcraft. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all look down on WoW? Which I have played now. Uh, yeah. So I can look down with experience, well, up to level 7. And, and that's the nature of things. The yeah. most popular thing always gets kicked. The you most know, Everybody complains about pop music right. that sells the most yeah it's bubblegum that rots your brain but you all got that song yeah. you got that one song or artist that you just have to shake your butt to yeah don't look at me like that i'm not saying a word <laughs> i you, you, i'm not judging your guilty pleasure song by britney spears called <clears throat> toxic <laughs> i talked over your call toxic by britney spears that's his guilty pleasure song he shakes his booty to it <laughs> there he goes <laughs> <laughs> however I have found the really clever people are playing City of Heroes it is easier to get in with fun and intelligent people on COH mm. thanks for keeping the podcast going I look forward to each episode with a bated breath Aww. regarding NaNoWriMo I'm sorry that I didn't know that you would be doing it and only found out when you posted the late November podcast. I started late, but hit it hard and got it done. Ooh. Congrats. Awesome. Murr quoted me on her last episode of I Should Be Writing. 
I hope you do it next year. I did it friendless, and it was kind of desolate at times. I have friended some of the fellow participants from the 100-word story podcast that I've been participating in for the last few months. And with you two, I'm looking forward to a repeat victory next year and dragging some friends along with me. (laughs) Drag us, drag us. (laughs) I think that starting at the beginning of the month, rather than the 10th, it should be easier that I can encourage my buddies along as well. Yeah. Thanks again, Normal Joe. That's awesome. We started on time. Yeah. We just stopped around the 10th. <laughs> yeah, I just lost traction. And I still say it's it's a bad month. It is. It's a horrible month. It, for us, yeah. and I think for a lot of people, mm-hmm. it's a horrible month. Because most people have travel or people traveling to them for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So you lose easily a week while you're either getting ready to go visit or are being visited upon. Yeah. So, ugh. yeah, it's a rough month, but we're going to try. I'm I'm right now in February. I'm planning on trying in November, but with the new job and the new puppy and mm-hmm. we'll see what November brings. I'm hoping I'm yeah. really hoping. So, yeah, we'll definitely, you know, put out our info. You know, although sadly, I haven't even gone back and picked up where I left off, yeah. which I really need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Now that it's not November. <laughs> oh, yeah, and all our free time. <laughs> but congratulations on winning NaNoWriMo. Yeah. That's amazing. That's great. Next email. Crystal's memory debacle, the final word. <laughs> <laughs> and we did have some other emails by Criswell on Eve that we mm-hmm. just thought were kind of belaboring the Eve point. So yeah. we are not reading all of those. Mm-hmm. But it's not because we don't love you, Criswell. <laughs> And, of course, this one's relating to he had some problems with performance with Eve and City of Heroes on his machine. And I'd given some some suggestions on things to look at. And one of them was adding memory. And he added in memory to his machine. And everything really picked up. Awesome. And I believe, if I remember right, he also changed his video card so that it had a built-in video card. Which, of course, steals some of your system right. memory. It borrows it. So yeah. putting in a standalone card, even if it might technically look like a lesser specs of the standalone card, just the fact that it's standalone with its own memory can go a long way. Right. Particularly because video memory is a lot faster than normal computer memory. So. Okay, there's your little tech moment piece. catch you up. So his email says, according to Crucial.com, an HP Pavilion 7955 has three slots for RAM that will take up to 512 megabytes per slot. However, the maximum RAM is also given as 1024 megs, not 1536, as you might expect. This means that it would be a waste of money and cause zero improvement to further increase the RAM, something I would not have otherwise supposed. This is why I suggest people check the Crucial.com site. By entering your computer's model number, you can determine the maximum RAM and type of RAM your system takes. Also, by running the downloadable RAM scanner, it will show you how much is in each motherboard RAM slot. Hmm. That's it's great. a heck of a lot easier than cracking open the case. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I've bought memory from Crucial before, and it's been great. Yeah. Like you said, they've got pretty much every major manufacturer and model number, and it tells you exactly what you need because there's so many different mm-hmm. types of memory out there right. you can't usually mix and match it's just 
yeah, it's a very complicated subject. Yeah. And even if you have a, a no-name machine, mm-hmm. you can usually crack the case open, and on the motherboard, it'll have the manufacturer and model of the motherboard itself, even though it's a beige box computer that, you know, nobody specifically made. And Crucial will give you that, the specs from the motherboard manufacturer, and tell you which type of memory it takes. Mm. So, it's a great site and really good prices. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that, Chris. Well... Got an email from the Mastermind, who says, Okay, I have a problem. I'm thinking of quitting COH temporarily and start playing World of Warcraft for two reasons. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) First is that I'm starting to hate lower-level content and City of Heroes and City of Villains. I'll probably come back sooner if they let you start out on a higher level, hence the lighthouse post of... If you could zap to 50, would you? Mm. The other is that if I want any chance of getting into an MMORPG career, I must familiarize myself with more than one game. That's true. Absolutely. So this email is kind of, am I doing the right thing and help with World of Warcraft? (laughs) (laughs) Jude, you've played World of Warcraft before. Tell me how to play it. (laughs) The big smiley. There's actually several really good podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Dedicated just to World of Warcraft. Yeah. One thing I will say, thoughtbot.com, T-H-O-T-T-B-O-T.com, excellent resource as far as when you really get stuck on a mission or you want to look up specs on an item or something. For a while. Yeah, for a while. Really good database. That's what M uses, right? Mm-hmm. Our teen? Yeah. We have our teen who's almost 18, M. He plays... World of Warcraft and has since he's like 14. Mm-hmm. And our tween LT plays now. Mm-hmm. And I actually played for less than a week. <laughs> <laughs> Some good friends of ours play. And so I logged on LT's account and played. And I just, with Lord of the Rings Online and City of Heroes, both of the, my MMORPG sides are fed. Mm-hmm. And for fantasy, I prefer Lord of the Rings Online. The world is familiar and and comfy for me. Mm -hmm. But WoW is a beautiful game graphically. It's a beautiful game. Mm -hmm. And so I can see why people that start out there get stay there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Lord of the Rings is a beautiful game. It is. I mean, it (laughs) is. It's a different because it's it's more realistic than. Right. It's a different palette. It's a different. Yeah. Rendering and everything. Even though you've got fantastic fantasy characters in Lotro, they still look more realistic, mm-hmm. like something that could be seen in real life than what you see in WoW, in yeah, my opinion. Absolutely. They're more, not, cart- I don't want to say cartoonish, because I don't mean to insult the game. Well, mm-hmm. I don't mean to insult WoW, but to me, it definitely has that animated yeah. kind of rendering to their characters and beasts and stuff. Absolutely. <clears throat> Finished up by saying the game is kind of overwhelming. By the time I got to Ironforge with my gnome warlock, accompanied with my imp, it felt like I had only explored point one of the game but have no idea where to go. Do you have any newbie tips for a newbie? <laughs> yeah, Ironforge is a, a really big place. <laughs> I don't, I got to a really big city. Mm hmm. I don't even know what it was called, and I couldn't find anything, and I just got so frustrated with trying to move around the oh, city. Oh, yeah, when I was saying, go talk to a guard. I'm like, I couldn't find <laughs> any. Well, how would I know that? Yeah. 
Right. I didn't know that I would need to do that to find out where anything is. I'm used to City of Heroes and Lotro that gives you, oh, I don't know, a map when you enter a big city so you can find things. There's a map. But it didn't have anything labeled on it. Gotcha. There's no tutorial. Right. I didn't find it intuitive at all. And I didn't know the game already, so I was frustrated. So. Yeah, and I haven't played in a couple years. And... I don't really know of a good starting point other than to look up some of the podcasts for it because there are some yeah. really good podcasts about it. If anybody yeah. can recommend a good place to start mm-hmm. for them, just you know, let us know and we'll read it on the show. Yeah. There's also a lot of... I guess we could have asked our teenager, huh? <laughs> True. See if he'll do a wow moment for us. I was going to say jumping into some of the... A lot of guilds. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guilds that are... A lot, a lot of guilds that are focused on equipment and rating and stuff like that, which you don't want to jump into. Right. But there are also more educational guilds. There's family-friendly guilds and guilds that are there to help people get into the game. But how do you find those? That's the hard part. Well. It's like, how do you find a good SG City of Heroes? There's a website. accidentally find them. Yeah, there's a website called Guild Helper. And a lot of guilds will use that to, it's, it gives you all the tools to have like discussion boards and stuff, mm-hmm. but there's a directory and the guilds will oh. put in their info of what their focus is. Right. So then maybe just go to that website and find a helpful mm-hmm. educational guild. Yeah. Find somebody that describes them that way that, you know, for that server. Right. And really that kind of end game help is invaluable. Because other than that, it's, you know, I, you know, and what I always found is I would be in my starter town and I just do every quest to completion in the starter town. And they generally have a pretty linear send you to the next little slightly bigger town. That was my experience. Mm -hmm. And then work through those and then you'll get into a bigger spread out point. Right. And that progression I found pretty much eased me into the game. Mm -hmm. But like you're saying, little things like how to navigate through Iron Forges can be pretty daunting for a new player. It took me forever to figure out how to get into the Undercity. Mm -hmm. It's very complicated. There's like this city, and then you go inside, and then you take a couple turns, and then you're outside again. Mm. (laughs) There's like... Somehow there's elevators people are getting into. I couldn't figure out how. Yeah. <laughs> I've wasted all kinds of times yeah. trying to get in the stupid elevator. <laughs> yeah. We'll try out Guild Helper, and hopefully that'll help if anybody has any points or tips. And we'll try to remember to ask him the next time we find him about the house. Well, good luck with that, though. And nobody's going to judge. Do what makes yeah. you happy. It's your money. Absolutely. It's your $15 fee, and wherever you want to be is where you need to be. Well, and like you're saying, wanting to get into an MMO yeah. career, you definitely have to try out a bunch of different games, yeah. and you definitely have to try out the biggest game on you the do. planet. You do. <laughs> if you can't talk about WoW, then people are not going to probably yeah, nobody will take think it seriously. that you're very well knowledge based mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard. Right. <laughs> Unlike an experienced player and... Orator, like Viv. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> Nugget. <laughs> hey. Oh. We were done with the end. We were, but I had to whip it up. <laughs> I had to whip out the nugget. And actually, the, the mastermind had a follow-up. 
email. Lol, I wrote that so fast I left some stuff out. <laughs> Sorry for mm-hmm. being so badly worded. Not at all. First of I all, topped you. <laughs> yeah, good timing. First of all, I won't be leaving the COH podcast. You guys are far too fun to listen to. <laughs> Thanks. Right before I go to bed at night, I tune into episode 30 to listen to NPC complaints. <laughs> Mostly for the roo and the laugh-slash-coughing of Viv in the background. <laughs> I'm a dork. What can for I say? Episode 35 for the fight sequence. And here Viv's out of breath laugh when she realized her husband was from Capa Diable. <laughs> Might have been even funnier if he said Nerva Avocado. <laughs> or the Invention IO episode for the mm. Viv's Oh My Nipples Hurt. How yeah. Can you forget right. that one. And the other thing, I have just got to get out of my system. I was going to wait until episode 40. But it's taking too long, so... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is bad? Because I didn't read this one. Who lives in the Nerva Avocado under the sea? Oh. <laughs> Absorbent and yellow and florent disease. <laughs> Nautical nipples is something you wish... <laughs> <laughs> and flop around like a fish. Blow a nose whistle. I feel better now. I'm so glad you're reading email this week. <laughs> Nautical nipples. Thank you for oh, that. Nice. I read and went up from Criswell. It says episode 40 notes. That, like we said, has a bunch of Eve content. Mm-hmm. We're going to skip through. Sorry about that. Well, I don't think Criswell minds because he even said. Yeah. Well, you'll hear later in one of his comments that he didn't mean to be so wordy. <laughs> You're in anticipation of issue 13's live rollout. This one's a bit stale, yeah. too. Um, yeah, that'll be great when it comes out. I can't wait. <laughs> Several characters have strategically placed themselves in various locations to begin to earn day job credit at the earliest possible moment. Which I'm guessing by now they have been earned. Probably. Mm. To Sinner Saint and Anna, this could be the kind of thing that can steal a child's childhood. Try to be alert to this and make sure Anna still gets to be a child. Yeah. Thinking about you guys, hoping it all goes well for all of you. Absolutely. And finally, thanks for your tips, Mr. Foe. I didn't realize that there were so many different ways to understand the tank. <laughs> Guess I'll try a fire shield tanker when I-13 goes live. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that work out for you? <laughs> and? <laughs> this one from Brett. Not the Brett. subject of which, Viv, you did not... <laughs> Log to get some sleep? <laughs> yes, I did. I just noticed Kyle XY has a new episode on tonight. You obviously are hooked on some strange ABC family show about a man without a belly button. So sad. No, I actually did log for sleep that night. <laughs> it's January 26th. 
I swear it was for sleep. <laughs> I've never seen that show, actually. I have no idea if it's good or bad. Yeah, I've never watched I've it just either. Never, there's so many sci-fi shows that I've just never seen. Yeah, I've, there's the few people I know that really, really dig it, and I just never did try it. Yeah. There's so many shows that I would think, oh, I want to see that, and then I'd forget to set the DVR. And before I know it, it's gone. <laughs> okay, second to last email. This one's from... Stormax. Sup, Stormax? January 30th, subject of role-playing. Hi there, I hope all is well with you and your family. Why, it is, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I was hesitant to even post the role-playing invitation in the forums. I never considered to ask to be on the show. First, I didn't want it to seem like a pledge drive, which I know it did not matter how many times I wrote it. I just wanted to offer to those who might be interested in trying out role-playing a safe group with a history built in. Mm -hmm. I guess you could consider this a starter group. You have the background story and characters. You have the opposing villain group and their history all intertwined. This gives you the ability to create your own nemesis. So all anyone has to do is figure where they fit into it. I honestly would never have attempted to write it if it wasn't for this group. Now... I'm about three quarters of the way through what looks to be a 35-ish chapter fan fiction. Oh, wow. Cool. I'm currently looking at ways to bring that out of fan fiction slash copyrighted material and into my own. I'm saving it for Rymo this year since mm-hmm. first hearing you talk about it on the cast. I've had two other players mention it, so I thought I'd go for it. Absolutely. Awesome, yeah. That's a great way to go about it, too. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I didn't think it was newsworthy. <laughs> it was a select group in a large community. Unless you need filler on a very slow news day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the only problem with this team is that the site is closed to the public, thus freeing up copyright concerns as everything is written for the team's enjoyment, but that makes it hard to share with others. I'm currently looking for a place that I can post my stories to share with others. Anywho, thanks for everything. Love the shows and appreciate the effort and time you two put into it. Mm, thank you. Yeah. And actually with uh, City of Heroes, even something copywritten or whatever, as long as you're not doing it for a profit, it is sanctioned by NCSoft. Mm. So okay. you can post it in public. Just don't charge money for it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all good. And feel free to look into the legality and stuff like that. I'm sure that there's a lot of conversation on the forums about that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, they actually have sections for people to post fanfic. Oh, that's right. They do. So, yeah. Yeah. True that. <laughs> Final email from John from February 2nd says, thanks. Hey, February. Woohoo. <laughs> I just found your podcast. And I wanted to give you an immediate thanks. Your style, I'm up to episode six, and I've decided to go through the entire library chronologically. Holy cow. Learn as much as I can. It's laid back, and I love the fact that you and your wife play together. Me too. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually working on a PhD in limbo now, but hoping I can get back to it, in social informatics. MMOs and avatars are my primary interest. Wow. Bottom line is that I love playing COH. Mm. I tried WoW and did it long enough to gather some data, but one thing that kept me from continuing was the lack of down-to-earth podcasts for the casual gamer. Oh. Interesting. Wow. That may screw up my previous, <laughs> my previous suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> 
So many of the MMOs require to give up your life and job to actually make it anywhere, and COH is a comfortable fit for the casual gamer. Still, I find myself losing hours and hours because it's so fun. (laughs) And I'm a comic geek anyway, so it's like heroin. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all that said, your podcast is helping me get a handle on the many aspects of City of Heroes without becoming an exhausting trek through online gaming. Mm. You two should really consider writing a guide. It's something I would definitely put on my Kindle. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks again. I'm looking forward to listening to catching up. FYI, I started playing on the Mac beta, bought into it when the Mac release finalized. Very cool. Very cool. And you're probably caught up by now. No? Yeah. <laughs> Although February 2nd. It's mm. not that long ago. Yeah. Well, I mainlined all of BSG in a week and a half, so. That's true. It's possible. That's very true. Well, John, very happy that you're enjoying it and, and hope that you continue to. There are some, as you picked up from um, an email a moment ago with some different highlights over the different episodes, there's been some, <laughs> there's been some fun. <laughs> some memorable moments. Yeah. And that is all the email. Awesome. So you want to play voicemails now? Yeah. Cool. We actually have two voicemails. Squee. Here's number one. Hey, guys, this is Paul from Dallas. I Hi, also play City of Heroes, and I just want to call to say that I absolutely adore your podcast. I love it so Aww. much. I'm so happy Ooh. that there is a podcast for City of Heroes. Us too. So time and often you hear so much for World of Warcraft this, World of Warcraft that, World of Warcraft everything. <laughs> I nah. definitely think City of Heroes doesn't get enough recognition that it's due. I enjoy Chooch. I really enjoy Viv. I love her velvety voice, I swear. <laughs> she could tell me I was about to die a horrible death in the next 20 minutes as long as it was her that was telling me that, and I would die a peaceful, happy death. Anyway, guys, uh, not much to add. Uh, like I said, I do enjoy your podcast, and I find the information you bring me very helpful and very, 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 very insightful. Anyway, happy hunting, guys. Please keep up the great work. You keep recording them. I'll keep listening. Bye. Awesome. Thank you so much. That's the sweetest thing ever. (laughs) Very kind. And Paul, you're going to live a very long and very happy life. (laughs) No death proclamations from me. (laughs) Thank you so much, Aunt. Welcome to the podcast and the game and all the awesome. And yeah. Thanks. Cool. Here is the second one. Play it. Hello. Try this again. My uh, uh, phone line uh, dropped off for some Ooh. reason. Uh, hello, City of Heroes uh, podcast. I'm uh, first time I've uh, left a message uh, for any podcast, for that matter. But, cool. Uh, uh, I want to say that I really enjoy your podcast. Um, I go by Grayfire on the forums. I just have started playing City of Heroes. Uh, hopped on when the Mac beta uh, started up, and I mm-hmm. bought into the Mac uh, version, and I uh, absolutely love nice. it. Nice. Um, totally addicted now. Got a, uh, a level, uh, almost a level 30 built up. Wow. A, a tanker coming up for uh, uh, close to 25 now. <laughs> Having a great time, but I've got a question for you. Um, I keep hearing about uh, how great hero stats are and... Uh, um, other things like that. Um, I was wondering if um, if you guys would know if there's any plans or if there's any Mac versions of Hero Stats or something similar to it uh, around or what I uh, can do. I mean, granted, uh, it's pretty
pretty new uh, having it on the Mac, so uh, uh, the open source community hasn't had a chance to catch up. But I uh, just thought I'd uh, check and see if uh, uh, those of you in the know have uh, knowledge of uh, anything that's working now for the Mac. Thanks a lot, and I can't wait for the next podcast. Bye. Well, congrats on the many, many levels since the Mac. Yeah, upgrade. that's working hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's true addiction. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I think we're going to have to throw this to the listeners and see if anybody knows of any Mac utilities out there. I haven't seen any at all. No, we haven't searched for him yet because Chooch has not done the Mac upgrade for his laptop. Yeah, I ran the, PC. the early beta and I was always swapping out with Bootcamp into Windows to play City Heroes before on my Mac. Right. Um, but my primary gaming machine is a Windows machine, so I haven't spent too much time with it. And, you know, you could try running Wine, which is an acronym that stands for Wine is not an emulator. Um, <laughs> these self-referencing... Linux acronyms. Um, it was designed for Linux to be able to run Windows software, and it actually runs on the Mac. There's a Mac version, because the Mac is actually BSD, which is another Unix variant. Um, there's the site winehq.com. I think it's .com. And they should have a Mac download. Now, that lets you run a lot of different Windows software. But I don't know that even if hero stats runs in it, that it'll be able to do anything. <laughs> oh, okay. And I say that because the way that the Mac version works, it's, it's running in this wrapper. It's actually a variant of the wine technology. Mm -hmm. So it's actually the real windows version. And it's running in this little, this encapsulation that makes it think that it's running on a windows machine. And the Mac is so different from windows like there's no drive letters in a mac mm -hmm. and yeah. so it creates this virtual environment and typically you can't share that virtual environment between different versions of wine so i don't know how you would tell wine to find a, the same c drive and right. see the log files i don't know if it would work hmm. for all i know it would just magically work and i doubt it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you don't look like you really think that's possible. I really doubt it. But you know, the Hero Stats developer community is really dedicated. Yeah, and they're really on top of things. Yes, I'd be surprised if they didn't address it somehow. If they didn't yeah. come out with a version. Yeah, they may be working on it. They may have already tried it and not been able to get it to work. Like you're saying, it would be difficult. Mm -hmm. But they, I, it's the actual hero stats themselves that I would watch for news on that. Mm -hmm. Because they really are good at meeting people's needs. Yeah. If something breaks hero stats, an update or a patch or something, a new issue, they're really quick on getting it yeah. fixed so that it works again. So they might make a uh, a native Mac version that, that knows where to find the log files and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. Who knows? Too big for my brain. Hopefully somebody out there knows. Let us know and... We'll let everybody else know. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. And welcome to the game. Yeah. And welcome to the podcast. Glad you're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And best of luck on hitting 50 soon if you haven't already. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's a good feeling. <laughs> oh, and of course, some of the other Titan Network tools will work for you. 
Okay. The online character builder. Mm-hmm. Because it's online, it works through a web browser, it'll work perfectly fine on a Mac. Cool. But not Hero Stats. Mm. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't have thought it would be that hard, but then I know nothing of such things. <laughs> well, it works on PC. Of course it'll work on Mac. Well, not the same program. Of course, right. you need a different one, but that's complicated. <laughs> I don't like to think that hard. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you for the call. Appreciate yeah. it. And I've never called into a podcast. So you win. Wow. I'm too nervous. I would just be all over the place and... I don't think I ever have, not even our friends who I know would delete, you know, mess up ones and retries, and <laughs> I'm still too shy. Mm. So yay you. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps we'll play a promo and then jump into comments. Cool. Sounds like the thing to do. Awesome. So enjoy the promo that we're about to scramble and figure out what we're going to play. <laughs> We'll be right back. Yes, we will. Hey there. I'm looking for transport as far as I can get before the air runs out. Now I can pay. You want to know how to take down the U.S. government? Yeah. I think we can do business. I'll tell you what, you cut the deck, high card names his price. Oh, didn't I tell you? My name is Joss Kyle. Pleased to meet you. Now, cut the deck, play your hand, but watch the dealer, and join the resistance. From the author of Sculpting God, Antithesis, Book One, Predestination, and other games of chance. A science fiction thriller by podcast novelist J. Daniel Sawyer. Subscribe today at www.jdsawyer.net. Predestination and other games of chance. It isn't whether you win or lose. It's how you rig the game. Now we move on to comments. Yay! Yay! So going through, Chooch actually was EM smart, <laughs> and he grouped the comments by episode. Genius. <laughs> Imagine that. Some of them might make sense together if they reference other ones. I in the know. Dream. And I'm so glad that I asked you to organize them this time, because how many? 43 episodes I've been organizing the cup. The comments, and I just mm-hmm. read them as they post them. <laughs> so, y- yeah, we 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 love Chooch. <laughs> so this first one's actually from episode thirty-nine. Feedback of Palooza. Huh, interesting. The hmm. mastermind says, <laughs> "I guess this is because we hadn't posted in a while. This is worse than the disappearance of Nod." Choochie, choochie, choo, Vico Viv, where are my favorite podcasters? <laughs> that was November 10th. So, hi, we're back. <laughs> and then on November 11th, Firecage posted, 
slash e protest. We want Vucci, Vucci, Vooch back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, um, yeah, <laughs> we're trying to get out at least one episode a month. And that's going to continue for the foreseeable because of yeah. the job and life. <laughs> you guys understand. And we really do thank you for your patience. We really are shocked not to have seen a big drop off in our numbers since we got a little less regular with our podcast. So mm -hmm. really thank you guys for sticking with us. And next, these comments are in response to disaster strikes, oh, which was yes. when Chooch gave his Mac a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my response was slash E stab zone eyes out, dunks the mind dunks them in barbecue sauce and eats them. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Katarski says, I say, put it up raw and uncut. We hunger for nipples and may get unruly soon. I think I saw someone handing out pitchforks and torches. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and then you reply to Brian saying, sadly, it's trapped on a Mac formatted drive. And that was the only Mac in the house. And in parentheses, see Viv, I told you we need to get more Macs. <laughs> Ducks need to borrow somebody's Mac for 15 minutes to copy it over to a drive that will come up in Windows. And then Troy, the Hoosier Hammer, <laughs> Hickman, mm. said, Brian, you're never allowed to use the term Ron Uncut around this podcast again, mainly because it gives me a tingling in my nether regions. <laughs> Troy! <laughs> Fantastic Foe says, Chooch, Viv, take your time. We will be patient. Waves hands hypnotically at the listener's, we will be patient. <laughs> <laughs> it worked, too, because everybody was. Yeah. Nod says, duct tape, chicken wire, and go. <laughs> <laughs> Skyrocket said, oh no, get well soon, poor little Mac. Of course we'll be patient. Sitting here, staring at the website, waiting for the new podcast to appear. <laughs> totally patient. <laughs> Zloth said, eep, I hope it can get well. Water and computers don't get along so well. Sticky sugar water? Oh, dear. Good luck, Chooch. Mm. Oh, heck with it. Do it live. Whenever we click the play now, you get behind the microphones and give us the scoop. <laughs> we may have to charge we'll for that. We'll just hang out and wait. I know. Wait for Oh, somebody wants some news. <laughs> Put a quarter in the slot. <laughs> and then Criswell says, my first thought was soda. This is some new voice recording app for the Mac. Better sound quality, improved nipple rate. These nipples go to 11. I'm all for that, but somehow the installation of soda went bad. <laughs> <laughs> Metal Maiden says, what doesn't give you a tingling in your nether regions, Troy? <laughs> Troy, please don't answer that. <laughs> the mastermind then says, Mac in hospital on its birthday. Organ donors wanted. Apparently, the evil iTunes monkey is on vacation and it's hired another monkey. And it's not satisfied with destroying iTunes. It's after computers. <laughs> the two-second Trojan monkey. <laughs> <laughs> two-second Trojan. Mm. <laughs> Brimstone says, Ugh, that's what you get for falling victim to those metrosexual Mac commercials. <laughs> it figures a little sissy Mac couldn't handle soda. Ooh. <laughs> Good thing you didn't spill a beer or plate of buffalo wings or something else manly all over it. <laughs> hey, someone had to start up the whole Mac versus PC thing. <laughs> I would say that was a serious thing. Yeah. Anyway, best you be getting it all sorted out soon. Without the soothing influence of Chooch and Viv, we may be unable to head off the next nipple schism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
And this is these are going back to November, which is why you're still seeing the Nuffle references that people are now mm-hmm. bored of. <laughs> so yeah. bear with us. This is probably the end of the Nuffles. I'm sure people are tired of it. And then um, Chris, and then I almost said, then Nepple said. <laughs> <laughs> then Criswell said, need Nepple fix. Having Nepple withdrawal post something. Chooch <laughs> mm. said, I just realized that I never followed up on this. I slapped the drive in our home Linux server and it instantly mounted, letting me copy the files and get back to editing. I don't know why it never occurred to me that in the awesomeness that is Linux, it wouldn't just automatically see the drive. Mm. In related news, once the Mac- MacBook dried out, I assembled it and booted it right up with no ill effects. Yay, Mac and Linux. Yay. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I need a new laptop, and I'm kind of waiting until the new job starts, hoping that maybe I can get a Mac. But then again, it won't be able to play all the games I like, because I like Lotro, too, and it doesn't play in Mac, mm. does it? So. Well, actually. Does it? <laughs> there's been some very positive uh, uh, within, I was talking about Wine before, that runs Windows programs. Apparently, it runs it pretty well. Wow. Well, maybe I will get a Mac then. No, we already had this discussion. When you broke your Mac with the soda, I was like, oh, great, there goes my Mac. Now you're going to get one, and I'm going to get your broken one that doesn't work. And you were like, no, no, that's not true. But then at one point, you did say once it started working again that we could get another Mac and now I could get yours because it's working. So you're still planning I on getting. I did not you say did that. So you did. I wouldn't say. Look such me a in thing. the eye. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. Such a you thing. can't. You're hiding behind your pop filter. I wouldn't say such a thing because it's your turn. He's. You get he, the next laptop. I love how you're saying that in front of everybody. It's on. <laughs> don't you hide? No, no, no. It's on the recording. <laughs> I get the next laptop. Yep. Nyan, nyan, neener, neener. Yep. No, you're not going to delete it. I see you looking over there. I was just making sure it was recording. Uh, is it? Yeah. Well, I know you're not going to want to read you all these comments, so I'm sure it is. <laughs> Next, in response to the post of the first annual Pink and White Homecoming, which was in the beginning of November, I think. Criswell says, okay, I guess I could create something new in Pink and White, but what server do I go to? Skyrocket said, Thanks for putting this up, Vooch. The party is on virtue. Pink and white is not required to attend, but feel free to come up. These are all from then. Which is in the past. Yeah. So then um, Skyrocket then. Let me skip to some that are from after. (laughs) How did it go? (laughs) (laughs) To mastermind, actually. As he goes. To mastermind posts in this, and he says, ha ha, really funny. I downloaded the three-minute podcast and went through the whole thing, hearing really messed up COH theme music, and eventually barely heard Viv in the background. I was all, yay, new sound effects cast. Confused. <laughs> then I realized my headphones were not plugged in all the way. <laughs> I could have sworn my iPod was saying, user error, you stupid human. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thanks for the info. I don't play on justice, but we'll try to be there. I had to read that. I'm sorry. And then they added some more stuff. The post party stuff is here. Criswell says Criswell Lerv had a great time at the party. She did not win any of the contest prizes, but some generous tunes somehow snuck a mystery gift into her power stray. DJ Templar of the Cape Radio kept the party going with great dance music, and Bubblegum Bomb asked trivia questions. 
This because there were Richty invasions during the party. This did not dampen the mood. The Justice Girls door guards made sure that no Richty were allowed in unless it had an invitation and was dressed mostly in pink and white. <laughs> we were expecting a certain Nepple couple <laughs> to come by, but sometimes there are more important things in real life than virtual avatar parties. Ghost of Mrs. Muir was in attendance, but this reporter did not recognize the name until this comment was written. And that was actually uh, Troy Hickman. Mm-hmm. That was his, as level 20 defender, who was already in all white. He said, I was going to make her whole wheat, but... <laughs> <laughs> and then Criswell says, also, the mastermind in hero form attended the 3 versus 3 level 1 to 5 blaster PvP paintball event. Chief Inferno says, was there disguised as a pink cat man, Rose Leopard. Meow. <laughs> Still wondering if anybody got my tunes pun on a certain 1960s cartoon. Oh, well, that tune is going to retire after his night of hard partying. Meow. (laughs) 1960s cartoon Rose Leopard, a pink cat man. Do you know that reference? I do not. Reference fail. We don't get it. Hmm. So you can all call us and mock us at 206-203-1661. Feel free. (laughs) We've now cleared out the voicemails, so bring it. Yeah. The mastermind said, yep, I was also tied for first place for amount of single player kills, but apparently it was, it goes by teams and my team kept dying. <laughs> first ever in-game social event. Yay. Cool. Criswell also, though, I was two second Troy when I first logged in and PST'd him. Two second Troy, where is that dude anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Criswell says, yes, the mastermind's hero tune asked me to guess who he, she was. The only name that popped into my head was Two Second Troy, completely missing that Two Second Troy was already at the party as Ghost of Mrs. Muir. Mm. Yes, Rose Leopard, I did see you there, too. Where, where is TST? Two, two Second Troy. He'd better be writing more Twilight Guardian episodes. <laughs> Preach on. Skyrocket said, big, big thank you to everyone who came out and helped make our first event a success. So, who's throwing the next party? <laughs> Troy, belly up to the mayhem buffet, Hickman says, Yeah, I was there as the ghost of Mrs. Muir, but also stopped by for just a bit as Pink Lady and Jeff. <laughs> okay. Criswell says, Well, then that was twice I didn't recognize you, Troy. <laughs> twice. Four second, Troy. <laughs> Camera Guy says, I was there and participated in everything except the female costume contest. Didn't think to have a second character available until after the fact. As Junkyard Hero. I didn't know that was you, Mastermind. Sorry for being so squishy. Guess we should have stuck together for better for cover fire. It was still fun. And I took third place in the Lobby level 1 to 10 costume contest, which was very cool. Loved the music, had fun dancing the night away in character, and even though it ran long, I still wish it had kept going. A great party, and I look forward to the next one. I figure eventually I'll have characters on all the servers if this keeps up. (laughs) And yes, Chef. I liked your bulked-out Pink Panther outfit. It took me a couple minutes to get it, but very cool. Pink Panther, Rose Leopard. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> it's sad that it has to be spelled out for us like that, isn't it? <sighs> <sighs> Intelligence fail. The Mastermind said, that was you? Lots of surprises. And then I said, I was there. I tried to talk to you a few times, Criswell, but was unable to get your attention. I logged in a few minutes late and stayed for over an hour. I had to log to get some editing done. It was an awesome event. It was great to see everyone. Criswell replied, sorry, I missed both of you, Viv and Camera Guy. Just too many characters and Avies to keep track of. Mm-hmm. 
Now, who was it that gave me that mystery gift? Was it you, Viv? And no, it wasn't me because I didn't have any. (laughs) (laughs) Skyrocket said, Criswell, it was probably a justice girl. We were handing out door prizes. Camera guy, congratulations on the costume contest. I love Junkyard Hero. Didn't realize it was you, though. Camera guy then replies, Skyrocket, thanks for the nod, and it proves the costume contest was unbiased, right? (laughs) I'm sorry I missed Viv and Chooch. Who were you? At the time, I figured you guys were butter and scotch. (laughs) That would be cute. That were in the couple's costume contest. It seems like Chooch's sense of humor. Am I right or am I talking out of the busted speaker on my scavenged helmet? I haven't yet gotten in the habit of checking globals yet. And then adds uh, a couple of pictures I took to the party to the heroes section in the gallery. Sorry, I didn't take more. Not something I usually do in COH, but hopefully there will be other people who did. I was not in attendance, so. I don't remember the name of my character. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember the name of my character, so I can't remember who I logged in as. I think I had to work late. Uh Uh-huh. Pretty sure you did. The mastermind then says, did you take pictures of me eating really hot chili? (laughs) (laughs) Skyrocket said, thanks for the pic, CG. I added a few more to the Heroes Galley. The mastermind said, okay, now when is episode 40 going to come out? I hope that you do that thing where Viv would do her map thing that you mentioned on, I think, the Macros and Keybinds episode, Vivdiot Maps. (laughs) (laughs) Lol, I love plays on words. I had a friend who was looking for Advil, guess what time of the month it was, and she said she was out, so she asked me to get some, and I said, okay, but I'm going to have to add it up to your Vil. Mm. (laughs) 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 My dad would love you. (laughs) Funerific. Nice. No, I don't remember who that was, who I logged in with. Hmm. 